Hey everybody, welcome to The Quirk Stop. We are your hosts. I am KJ Lewis, here with my big baby brother. Hello, my name's Cade. We're excited you're here. Hey everybody, we are back with another category episode today, and I'm really excited. We have some really funny some stories. good submissions um our category today drum roll <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> no that's the wrong kind of drum uh is saving face or impressing somebody the most cringy embarrassing things you have done to impress or save some face good ones. and i thought of this category because i have sent spent my entire life trying to impress and then afterwards save face when things don't go very well <laughs> okay i'll just jump right in then when i was when i was six, 16 17 i was still in like the throes of learning punk music on the <laughs> guitar and i had i still have it in the corner of their little electric guitar and i bet it was an eight inch amp like it was small it was tiny um anyway i'm learning hoobastank songs and switchfoot songs right and this girl that I like, I thought to myself, I'm going to call her and play her this song over the phone. And it's not a romantic song. <laughs> it's, like, kind of heavy. and so. But I you call, were feeling very impressed hey, by your own it skill. It was, like, for a 16-year-old self-taught guitarist, this was an impressive. The song's called Never There. It's by Hoobastank. Look it up if you want. Um, anyway, so I call her. Her name is Savannah. <laughs> Hi, Savannah. And, and I... Yeah, I'm like, hey, I learned this song. And she's like, okay. I said, check it out. I put the phone like on speaker and put it down. And I probably played through the whole three and a half minute song oh, no. while she's on the other end. She was with people too. She was like with her friends. I called her on her cell phone. So she was busy. And she's too nice to be and like, she was too um... nice to tell me like, will you play it later? Like maybe when in person or something. So here I am, you know, little rock star, the narcissistic Cade. 16 years old super cringe and now that makes you and, and, and she probably was like hey thanks bye <laughs> she hangs up and I'm like yes <laughs> score so nailed it <laughs> yeah so the one that the first thing that came to my mind was when I was in first grade wow there was this beautiful you're literally 10 years old like the, before me um I was 6 years old yeah, I was 16. Oh, so yeah, my first, yes, I, I was, was trying to impress boys earlier. from uh, <laughs> preschool age. I hear those stories, but I don't actually remember those. I thought of another story, but you get to finish yours first. <laughs> so I'm in first grade, and there's this beautiful boy that I love, and his name is Gary. Gary. And <laughs> I decided that it would be very impressive and win his heart if I tore a chunk of my own hair out and <laughs> gave it to him. I, we were, I remember sitting on a rug, so it was either story time or music time or something, and we were all on the rug in a clump. And I just reached up, and I tested like the amount of hairs that I could rip out of my head without it hurting too much, so that amount kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I probably handed him like 10 hairs. <laughs> I just ripped out of my head, and I was like, here, Gary... Take part of me. This is part of me. Take part of me. And I have this vivid image of now as a grown-up, this little tiny first-year-old fist holding this <laughs> full of hair. He, was not, he didn't know what to hair. do with it. Yeah. What do you do with but, a chunk of girl's hair? You know? Thanks. 
Thanks. <laughs> you said you thought of another story. I did. You know, you talk about elementary school. You and Kim were super into NSYNC. Oh, yes. You know, which probably feeds into the Justin Timberlake fantasy. <laughs> but I was swinging back when I guess, I guess they don't even put swing sets on because they're dangerous or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I was swinging and this girl I liked walked out. So what did I do? You know, I'm 12 feet in the air singing NSYNC songs <laughs> at the top of my lungs so that she would see me and know that I was amazing. Not only was I singing NSYNC, I was swinging full bore. Which NSYNC song were you singing? I probably... Is it just called Bye Bye? Baby Bye Bye Bye. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh. Bye Bye Bye. bye. What a lame name for a song. But it's iconic. Bye Bye Bye. Don't want to be a fool for you. <laughs> Yeah, singing it. You were what? You were very impressive as an elementary school. Oh, I was. Yep, still am. If you know me, <laughs> I can picture you. Back you know, when you get that good, like full leg. You're swinging. Oh yeah, I'll you still almost, do you it. You almost fall off at the top because you're going too high. Yep. 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 Anyway, moving on <laughs> to submissions from viewers like you. Viewers like you. So I'm gonna read these as they were sent to me. And, oh, some of them are so good. So the first one says this. I have always been kind of embarrassed by the amount of hair I have on my arm. This is from a woman. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's blonde, so I don't know why I was always so embarrassed by it. Anyway, I really liked this boy in college, and I was getting ready for a date with him. I was getting ready and had bought this thing I'd seen on an infomercial. It was basically like the sandpaper to sandpaper off your hair. So something, something like Nair? But more aggressive. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm getting ready for this date. I thought it would be a good time to try the sandpaper thing on my arm. <laughs> Throughout the entire date, he kept saying things like, man, something smells weird. <sighs> and it was burnt hair smell Yum. from my arms because I had tried to sandpaper off my arm hair. Not my finest moment. Did it work though? I think, well, it was burned off. Right. Singed. Singed hair. He's, the whole time he's like, I smell cookies. What? I have been in situations where there's a funky smell and you know it's you. Yeah. Like whether it's BO or you spilled something funny and it's starting to go sour and you just, what do you do? Be like, sorry guys, it's me. Do you just become the stinky person? Yeah, I tried to like chemical burn all the hair off my body like two hours ago. <laughs> so... That's me. Oh. Um, all right. Another one. Let's see. I don't know if this was from a man or a woman. This is a man. I think it matters when we tell these stories. In third grade, my mom dropped me off at a friend's house for the first time. After spending the afternoon at their house, his mom drove me home. Trying to impress him, I told his mom that my house was my neighbor's house because it was much larger and fancier and more impressive. His mom parked at the sidewalk, and I got out and walked to the door of this not-my-house. I waved goodbye, and they started to drive away. I waited until they were turning back onto the road. Then I jumped off the front porch and climbed over the fence to my house. 20 years later, this same friend's parents bought the house that I had claimed was mine. <laughs> wow. So you just stand there on the porch awkwardly waving? Yeah, And scramble away. I, this, I feel like this is something I would have done as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, our parents were like, don't drive away till they go inside. Yes. So it would have been particularly awkward. <laughs> just 
Yeah. Elbow, you, elbow, wrist, wrist. Would you pretend to go inside? Maybe. <laughs> Depending on how comfortable I was with that. That's funny. You know? Wait, I thought, so this would have been, this would have, this is, you said this is from a woman, right? No, this story was a guy. He was trying to impress, oh, his. His buddy. Oh, oh, I gotcha. He was trying to impress, it was in third grade. That's like eight years old. Like, who's worried about what, how big their house is when they're in third grade? I probably was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next story. So this story is from the perspective of someone who was being was impressed. Impressy. Yeah. Okay. In an unfortunate way. It's a short but sweet one. <laughs> it says, my husband and his friend went shooting in the desert. They shot a rattlesnake and brought me back the rattle as a gift. <laughs> when I opened the bag, I thought it was a large larva. Larva. Like, I'm picturing Timon and Pumbaa and Simba yeah. <laughs> and Lion King eating these big, fat, juicy larvae. Uh, there was a picture of a larva sent with this submission. Anyway. Oh, good. Anyway, I freaked out and threw the bag on the ground. So, that... <laughs> this feels very strange to me. I am married to a hunter. Yes, you are. An avid one at that. His father's a taxidermist. I have a giant elk head in my house. Yes. That I hate. <laughs> but his name the, is Sven. His name is Sven. The children named him. The idea of going out, shooting something, hacking part of it off, and then giving it to somebody else as a gift. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Arizona. Let's see. Let's see. Eight years ago, for a couple of years, um, for mission for our church, and one of the one of the people there, we went to have dinner with them, and he owned a rattlesnake. He had caught it in an outdoor-like terrarium. This is not smart. No, it's not. And they, they obviously shed their skin every so often. They molt. That's what birds do. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so he had grabbed the, you know, left-behind skin and cut the rattle. I still have it in this house somewhere. He gave it to me for some reason. And it's fun. You can, you know, you can shake it in your hand and it rattles. So that's why it does look that. like a larva. It looks like a little cocoon or something <laughs> when it's not attached to the snake. So, okay, uh, um, what's next? Submission. I was in seventh grade and I liked a boy who was in sixth grade. So we had different schedules every day. I knew every day when I was in band that he would be walking past to go to lunch every day. So in, every single day, I pretended to have a coughing fit so that I could, just in the middle of band class, just yep. coughing, mm-hmm. um, so that I could go get a drink and say hi to Mark Nash. Mark Nash, if you're out there, this is for you. <laughs> um, every single day, I would pretend like I was dying. My band teacher was finally like, just to go. <laughs> He was so annoyed with me, and I was so confused how he could possibly see through my sneaky ruse. This is very 6th, 7th This is very 6th, 7th grade. grade. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm. This is our cousin, Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. If you know her, this makes... Just coughing. 100... Oh! oh <laughs> I have to get some water! Go see this Whatever. cute boy. I would not have been smart enough to try this. I... 7th grade, Carly would have been very impressed by... The strategery. Strategery, also known as strategy. <laughs> strategery is the art of practicing strategy. Dad and I once had a huge debate because I told him strategery was not a real word. He said, yes, it is. And I said, no, it's not. And then we looked it up and it was totally a real strategery. word. Strategery. Strategery. It just is so redundant. It feels redundant, but it's different. Strategy. Look it up. Strategery. Anyway. Yeah, our next story is a retelling Um I was told this story, but they were never able to get it typed up for me to quote exactly. Um, but it was too good not to share. So a cousin of my husband's 
was on his mission for our church. And it's uh, typical for missionaries to eat with families that are members of the church. So they don't always have to buy their own meals anyway. Or he, sometimes they give you rattlesnake rattles. Sometimes, you know. Apparently. <laughs> anyway, he was eating with his family. They had made burgers. And he said they were absolutely terrible. Like he was getting ready to be sick. And so he couldn't <laughs> eat anymore, but he didn't want to offend. So when the host was looking away, I don't know why this was his knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> He spit his bite out into his napkin and then wrapped it up with the rest of his burger and stuffed it in his dress sock. Wow. In, like, under his Down pantsuit. His, wow. And he's, I, I asked him, why why not just go for the pockets? And he's like, well, you move around and people can see the bulge of the napkin. And I didn't want, like, juicy, yeah. juicy burger juice in my coat pockets. I felt like socks would be easy. Anyway, so he has this inedible cheeseburger just in his sock. And they they make small talk, they get up to go, and this is the point that the family decides to let their dog out of one of oh. the bedrooms. <laughs> and it would not let him leave. It kept, like, walking around his leg, and he's still trying to save face. And I think they did finally manage to sneak out, and he had cheeseburger and cheese- like burger juice in his socks. Right out of Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, yeah. Wow. Why? That's, that's out of a sitcom. Why the sock? The sock, yeah. I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. The cheeseburger juice in the sock. Cheeseburger juice. My dog would probably do the same thing. Not let him go? Not let him go. Yeah. Um, next up, I was in seventh grade. You already did that one. I did that one. Oh, yes. On the last, still school, school related, on the last day of school in middle school, I went with a bunch of friends swimming, and afterward we ate at McDonald's. After swimming, I usually have to pee a lot, but the urge didn't come on until... I actually know... Why is this a thing? You have to pee after you swim? You swim for a while, and like... I don't know if it's diffusion? Pressure, maybe? Reverse osmosis? Anyway. (sighs) I had the, the urge didn't come on until we were already sitting at McDonald's. I was sitting on the inside of a booth... So not on the edge, next to a girl that I was interested in when I realized I needed to go to the bathroom, capital now. Not wanting to make a scene, I tried to avoid the feeling for a time being. Just then, a friend across the table was telling a story and animatedly slapped her hand on the table and accidentally smashed a ketchup packet which sprayed all over the wall. I started laughing so hard that I couldn't hold my pee any longer and it started pooling beneath me. In the plastic seat. Oh, no. I was in a state of shock as I felt it begin running down my leg onto the ground and toward the girl sitting next to me. I can hear the music for this. <laughs> I was terrified, but in that instant, I had a stroke of genius. I secretly popped the lid off my cup of Sprite and raised it to my mouth as if to take a drink from the straw. I acted like the cup slipped out of my hands and drenched my crotch in Sprite. <laughs> the girl sitting next to me jumped off the bench just in time to avoid the urine tsunami. And no one was the wiser. <laughs> wow. This was beautifully written. Thank you for it is. the apt description. Yes. And this was a good save. Yeah. No, that's that's smart. It's Sprite, obviously. I wonder, I wonder how I would react to this. I know a lot of people who have peed their pants as adults. Hmm. I have not. I haven't, I haven't either. Being pregnant doesn't count because right. I've done that. But <laughs> I have not done that. Well done. <laughs> well saved. The girl, yeah, the urine tsunami 
turned sprite tsunami. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. I'm now getting visions of when we used to get from the fountain half lemonade, half sprite. Yes. <laughs> okay. I still do stuff like that. I'll put like orange soda in Pepsi sometimes. Ew. Just to give it like a, a tang. I, I mix flavors with my soda, so mm-hmm. I guess I can't. Tang? Say too much. Okay. Next story. It was the 4th of July. And almost time for the fireworks. I was sitting on the hood of a car with a boy I really liked, excited for this romantic moment. What is more romantic than watching fireworks on the hood of a car? car. Specifically, unless you're large like me, and then it goes (laughs) (laughs) the dead. (laughs) He said something, and I started to laugh as I was breathing in. You know that big breath you have to take right before (laughs) you laugh. Yeah. (laughs) As I was breathing in, I felt something fly into my mouth. I could tell by the size and the texture that it was a moth. As if you've consumed oh, one before. It was powdery and dusty, and I could feel the ooh, feel the wings. Unfortunately, it had flown clear to the back of my throat. My throat is spasming reading this. <laughs> All right. I quickly tried to figure out what to do. I didn't want to hack up a moth in front of my crush. I waited a second and made my decision. I decided to just swallow it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nasty. The wing was oh, stuck in the back <laughs> of my throat for a few minutes. But I figured it was worth it to look good. Eye roll emoji, I see there. <laughs> wow. Would wh- What it's, would you have done? I would have hacked everything out of my body. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. There's but no one you would have wanted to impress so bad you would have just swallowed them. No. No. It, flying insects, especially, are... I'm terrified of That's them. That's true. <laughs> so if, yeah... You're the wrong person to ask. Well, and this makes me think of a story about our my older brother, her... Um, KJ's little brother Shane, right in between us. I think I just touched the mic, so I'm sorry. Um, we were on a family road trip, driving relatively fast with the windows down. I wonder if the AC was out or something at the time. In our big family excursion, and Shane was putting on like Carmex or something. Carmex? Mm-hmm. Carmex. Mm-hmm. Carfax. <laughs> um, Carmex. Anyway, so he was like. You know, air blowing around him. He so he has his eyes mostly closed because he can't see because it's bright and there's wind everywhere. Putting this stuff on his lips and his whole face because it's hard to tell. Anyway, he said in his retelling, a napkin flew up in the wind of the car and and brushed his face, <laughs> thinking it was a moth. He just like the whole stack of napkins. He ended up throwing out the window because he just panicked thinking there were moths in the car <laughs> and you know consequently getting karmics all over his face he went into survival he did you know couldn't see anything <laughs> can you imagine me the car behind like whole <laughs> stack of napkins <laughs> littering moths are harmless but terrifying like that at that submission described it really well like powdery and, powdery dusty. and dusty and can you imagine like that feeling on the back? Oh, nope. No nope. We're, moving not gonna, on. we're not going to think about that anymore. <laughs> moving on. Next story. I had just started dating a new guy in college. One of our dates, he wanted to plan something special. He took me to a hole-in-the-wall type pizza place that was supposed to be amazing, but only the locals knew about it. It was famous for its homemade root beer. I guess root beer and pizza are a common combo. I would agree. <clears throat> he was so excited about the root beer and couldn't wait to have me try it. I always disliked root beer in my entire life, but I'm also typically a people pleaser, so I figured I could down a glass so as to not spoil his excitement. I had no idea that he would continue dating, that we would continue dating for a while. 
He thought I loved the homemade root beer from that date and proceeded to incorporate root beer into as many meals as no. he could. No. I never had the heart to say I hated it and drank much more than I wanted to while we dated. I assumed they eventually broke up. Yes. I guess that's good. Never pretend to like something that you don't like yeah. to impress somebody. That is a slippery slope. Slippery. I did the same thing. I dated guys. I pretended to like sports. I pretended yeah. to be interested in cars. Uh, once pretended to be interested in a... What's this instrument? Accordion. Accordion. <laughs> I was in love with a boy who played the accordion. Or a concertina. A smaller accordion, basically. S- don't do it. Don't pretend. Don't pretend to like stuff. Just be yourself. You Otherwise, know? you're going to be down in a crap ton of root beer when you hate... I don't like root beer, so I can connect to this. Uh, I'm okay with root beer. <clears throat> Bring it on. Bring it on. Final submission. Okay, this one. <laughs> All right, this is our closer. And we chose a good one for our closer. Okay, when I was 17 years old, I was over at my boyfriend's house. And it was him and his parents in the living room. We were all together. There was one bathroom that was upstairs that was used by everyone in the house. It was the most accessible. It was a highly visited toilet. The most frequented one in the house. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, and in my younger days, I, when I didn't realize that I had IBS, I had to go when I had to go. Irritable so, bowel syndrome, if you don't know what that means. She just knew when it came, it came. She didn't know what it was. But there was no holding it. There was no avoiding it. I had to go now. Again, capital letters. So I thought, I'll just go to the bathroom. Then I'll just go back downstairs and distract them so nobody will go back in there for a while. We'll, let, we'll let this smell air out a little bit. Well, evidently, the toilet was not capable of handling my load. So <laughs> I go number two, go to flush, and it's all just coming back up to the top. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Written in all... Yep. All Mod Podge together. I thought, okay, I'll let it mellow. I love the choice of that word. Mellow. I'll let it mellow for a second, Seems and then I'll reflush. Mellow. Flush. It is still <laughs> coming back up. And so I start full-on panic mode. There are no brain cells in my brain. Survival mode. There's no plunder in this bathroom. I looked for other objects. Nothing. I can clearly see the clogger in the <laughs> The culprit. I think if only... I'm thinking if I only had a plunger or something to push it down, it would be fine. There was nothing. So in the moment of pure panic, I grabbed a handful of toilet paper, reached into the toilet, mm-hmm. grabbed my own particles, particles, and then I just had it in my hand. And now I'm trying to figure out what to do at this point. I'm not going to put it back in the toilet. I just took it out. So I put it in the trash can. <laughs> toilet flushes, no problem. I just got a bunch of Kleenexes, put them over it in the trash can. <laughs> Wash my hands extra good, then walk downstairs and act like nothing had just happened in that bathroom. Just leave a full particle in the trash can. Poop stinks so much. (laughs) She said she was never discovered. They dated for like three years after this. Impressive. Wow. (laughs) Maybe that's what they thought. This is a scene in Dumb and Dumber. just realize oh uh, i just the idea of reaching into a poopy water toilet with my bare hands no thanks i might have done it at that point in my life to impress a boy like or to avoid the horror and shame <laughs> of being like i clogged your toy i don't know if maybe it's is this from a woman as well this is maybe maybe there's a, a gender 
difference because I would have probably poked my head out and said, "Hey, is there a plunger in here?" I'm embarrassed, but is there a plunger in here? Yes, yeah, I probably would have reacted similarly to this, or just like climbed out the window and laughed and never <laughs> disappear for never see them again. You end up on unsolved mysteries years later. <laughs> That is what we have for you today. Thank you for everybody who sent their stories. We we love this we appreciate kind of episode. It. They're fun to read. Um, I think, it, yeah, no, we love it. So thank you. And thank you for stopping at the Quirk Stop. <laughs>